You're listening to She Said What with your host, Alyssa Harper. Hello, sexy people. Welcome back to She Said What. It is so good to be back. I've been away for two weeks on my my little holidays, but I'm back now, better than ever, with a brand new episode. This is five things that I'm doing in 2023 to be the best version of myself. And these are things that genuinely worked for me in 2022, things that I think I would be stupid not to keep doing because they have really, really helped me to actually reach the goals that I have wanted to reach and to keep the mindset that I want to keep and move forward in a way that I'm becoming this version of myself that I want to be. And so I'm really excited for today's episode because I feel like it's a really great resource for you guys. It's so applicable to your life. Like you can apply this right away. And there's so many little bits and little things that you can apply over time. So it's going to be useful. And I love that for us. So let's get right into it. I need to give you an update on my life because it feels like it's been so so long since I've recorded an episode like I don't know if it's just because it became a part of like my routine and I was like doing so many episodes and whatever but I just feel so weird coming back I'm like oh my god I feel like I've taken the longest break in the world and so I'm so so happy to be doing this again um let's go through some highlights so first of all today I reached uh 300,000 followers on TikTok so that's a big sleigh very happy about that one um it's just really nice it's really nice to like feel that support and to feel that consistent growth and to be like reaching different people and having really great conversations with people and like this is my favorite part by far of like my job and like what I do with being a content creator is like the podcast and like actually talking about things that matter and a part of that I think because I do the podcast and because I actually really connect with people on a level where we're talking about things that like matter you know what I mean it's not like like not to hate on like fashion influencers or whatever but like I feel like the connection that they would have with their audience isn't the same as to the one that I have with you guys like I really feel like I can dm you guys and you guys are dming me and like telling me the most crazy like detailed shit about your lives and I'm just like it blows me away how comfortable you guys will be with me and uh, I'm just so thankful for it like it is so so cool like I literally feel like I have a bajillion friends and you guys are just like my best friends so I love that and I also love when you guys say like oh when I listen to your podcast it just feels like we're like on FaceTime because that's what I want like I just want it to be chill I want it to be fun I want it to be comfortable and I feel like of course you know I want it to be a space where you learn something and you get something out of it like absolutely but I also just personally I listen to podcasts as well and I just feel like it's so nice to have a comforting space and like just to have someone that like you can feel close with because you hear about their life and keep updated with them so yeah I've just been feeling really really grateful I think taking a break was really good for me at the end of the year to just um, think about everything that I've kind of built in the last year and to really appreciate what's been going on in my life. And it's just been really great. So that was my sleigh, the my sleighs of the last few weeks. <laughs> um, what else? Did Christmas, Christmas was chill. I would say what made the break and everything kind of hard was I don't have my family. <clears throat> Sorry, it sounded like I was going to start crying. <laughs> I wasn't, I swear. I don't have my family in Australia. And I visited my family in Canada about six months ago. And so I wasn't going to, you know, go back again because obviously it's very expensive. Um, but I think I miss them a lot. And I've been kind of missing just my family, like not necessarily missing home. Like I just really want to see my family. So, um, and of course, some friends that I have at home as well. But that's been a bit sad for me. It's been a bit tough to get through that. My mom might be visiting in 
February, so hopefully she does. Um, and then if not, then I'm definitely going to see them, like my dad and my mom, in either June or July. And I think we're meeting them in California, Sam and I. Sam is my partner. So, yeah, so hopefully that happens. Other than that, oh, oh, my God, I quit vaping. Okay, so here's here's the tea, guys, all right? A few years ago, and by a few years ago, I mean like six years ago, <laughs> when I was 16, I started vaping. And I finally quit vaping about two years ago. And it was like the hardest thing in the world, but I was so proud of myself. And I even made a podcast episode about quitting vaping. This was probably like my second or third episode. Like this was ages ago. And I would have people message me and go, oh my God, like, thank you so much. I quit vaping because of you, all this like amazing stuff. And I thought it was so, so sweet. But after about a year that I had quit, I was like, I went for a full year, you know, Sam, again, my partner, he started vaping. He comes home and he's vaping because his friends were vaping. And I was like, oh my God. So then it kind of got me back on it, which sucked because then I was addicted for like another year. And so I had been wanting to quit for the last like six months. Like I remember when I went to Canada back in July, I was like, I was like, oh fuck, like I really want to, when I go home, I'm going to like, you know, detox in Canada. And then I was like, oh, that's a bad idea. I'm going to feel like shit. Okay, I'll detox when I come home and like I'll quit when I come home. And I came back and I just couldn't get myself to do it. Like it sucked. Like I just, it was the worst. And I had been writing in, you know, my little journal, like I swear almost every month, like, okay, reduce vaping, vape less, like, you know, use nicotine less. Like I was like just trying to do it less and less and less. And it just wasn't happening, bro. And I was like, okay, I just need to quit cold turkey because this is how I did it last time and so I did it I'm seven days no nicotine now and I'm feeling really good about it and I've been doing it as like a series on TikTok as well to keep me accountable which I have to say like because this is the podcast and I'm allowed to be honest with you guys on here it's been hard because now that I know that people are seeing it on my social media I'm like I can't quit you know what I mean like I can't like potentially quit or I can't um quit quitting if that makes sense I can't cheat you know because if I did I would have to be honest like I would never ever lie to like my audience I've never done that and I just I don't know I just couldn't I'm just I can't lie I've never been able to lie I've like always been so scared even like to get in trouble or like going to the principal's office oh my god I was always just such a little baby like I cannot be in trouble I can't lie I can't I just can't okay my conscience is just too strong and so I have to do it (laughs) and it's hard because now that video the first video that I posted about vaping has like almost two million views and I'm like well shit now two million people saw me say that I'm not gonna vape again (laughs) so I kind of have to do it well fuck but anyway so honestly not a bad problem to have it's all gonna be okay but I'm proud of myself I'm getting through it and that's that's the update a little bit longer than normal but a lot has happened all right um have missed you guys have missed talking and I'm excited for today's episode because for me, I think I have a lot of little practices that I'm like, I'm not to toot my own horn, but I've really helped myself figure out what things really work for me. And I've learned how to be realistic with setting goals. And I've learned how to like, have grace for myself when I'm not able to reach those goals. And okay, how do I move forward when I don't reach those goals? Or when I don't do the things that I want to be doing in my life, or you know, I come up short or whatever. And it's taken a long time for me to do that. Because I remember like back in the day, in high school, whatever, 
I used to wake up every morning, and as I did my makeup, I would, like, listen to a TED Talk, because I was just weird, I don't know, but I would, like, listen to motivational shit, like, I would always, like, try to be, like, on my grind to, like, get stuff done, and I would be so hard on myself, I would always feel like I was failing, I've always felt like I was never good enough, um, I never knew how to, like, just be okay with myself, like, even when it came to my body, it was, like, oh, I'm never going to be at, like, my ideal body. It's like, of course, I'm always going to be able to get better. I'm always going to get stronger or have a lower body fat percentage or whatever. Like, I was so intense and so crazy with myself. And I'm a very type A person. Like, I can be very just, like, get shit done, get it done, you know, feel that motivation, like, boom, boom, boom. I can be very intense. And what I've learned over the years is, like, the more you're able to, like, slow down and just do things intentionally and do things with your cup actually being full, like, you're just going to get so much more out of life and out of every situation. And so I feel like I'm at a really good place right now, genuinely, with being able to have consistent things in place that are helping me to move forward. And so today, I'm going to be talking about monthly goal setting, which is something I've been doing now for probably almost two years, I would say. Like, I've been doing it for quite a while. I'm going to be talking about visualization. I'm going to be talking about practicing gratitude, um, having a routine, which that one's actually quite interesting and something I've learned a lot recently about. And yeah, I think that one's really going to help you guys. And then lastly, um, recognizing what your habits currently are and then kicking the bad habits. Um, So yeah, that's what we're going to be going through today. Can't wait. Let's do it. Number one, starting with monthly goal setting. So like I said, I've been doing this for probably about two years. Um, At the start of every single month, I take out my little journal. I always just have a plain journal, no dots, no lines, no nothing. That drives me crazy. Ew, lined journals, ew, no, no, there's no chance. Um, And I write down my journals. I'll literally write just the month at the top, And then I'll start writing down things. And I write goals for like everything. So it can be like career wise, or maybe for you, that could be like school. I know I used to like have school type goals as well um, for things for my mental health as well. So I'm not just doing things to, um, I guess, achieve things from like what I think I should be achieving, but it also is just for me and what I want for my life. So again, like my mental health um, and something for me from my mental health that makes my mental health a lot better is going outside more. And so I've learned, for example, if I was going to write that down, go outside more, well, that's not going to do anything for me, <laughs> you know, because who at the end of the month, who's to say I went outside more? How would I know? And so one thing I'll say here is you have to be specific. So I'll write, go to the beach three times per week, for example, right? So it's like giving an actual, here's what I'm going to do. It's not just like, oh, I want to do this thing more. It's like, no, okay, but what are you going to do? You have to be specific. Um, another one that I wrote down was like journal every day. And so that really helps me as well. It helps me to just get my thoughts out. And I think sometimes when I don't journal and I'm going through stuff in my life, I just will start to feel like I'm going a bit crazy. Like it's like all living in my brain and I haven't had a chance to like get it out. And especially when it's things that I wouldn't want to say to anyone or I would be embarrassed by or shameful about or whatever, these very honest thoughts, you know, that I don't think are great to be having or whatever, but it's just what I'm experiencing. When I'm able to journal it, it's just such a safe release and it just allows me to be real with myself and to understand that I'm having certain thoughts. And I feel like that release then helps me to not have those thoughts. Like it actually helps me to be like, okay, I can put this here and I can walk away from it. And I can recognize that that's where I'm at and I'm going to do what I can to move forward from here. So journaling is amazing. I just recommend it to everybody. It is so, so good for you. Anyways, I'll write down things about my physical health. And I would say 
this is a big one where you need to be realistic because people will make the craziest fucking goals for themselves when it comes to their physical health. Like, they're like, I want to work out every single day. I want to lose 10 pounds this week. Like, people are just psychotic. And it just doesn't work. And then people are always so disappointed. And the reason I say this is because I used to do this shit too, okay? So it's not just, I'm not saying everyone's dumb and I'm amazing. But it's, it's true. People do this all the time. And especially because we see a lot of, like, like goals and people doing this on social media, you'll see a lot of like lose 10 pounds in one week using this protein powder. So it's, it kind of makes your brain think that that is possible. And so you think like, well, if they can do it, so can I. And it's like, well, well, they probably actually didn't do it. And that's probably actually not what happened. And that actually is, wouldn't be healthy under any circumstances to lose weight that quickly. So like, mm, don't do that. You know what I mean? (laughs) Anyways, with the physical health, I would say you have to be realistic. And so for me, say I want to start to go to sleep earlier. Or I want to start, like, waking up earlier, which obviously means I then need to go to sleep earlier if I'm going to get enough sleep. Instead of writing down, like, go to sleep every single night by 9 p.m. like a psycho. (laughs) Not that that's psychotic. If you like that, then I love that for you. But I can't be doing that. All right? It's just not me. I'll write down, go to sleep at 11 p.m. five days a week. Right? So what that allows me is maybe two days a week where I go out and I have a bit more of, like, a night with friends or whatever then it's like, okay, I can just stay up later and it's fine. Or if like Sam and I end up like just staying up late and like watching a movie or having a nice time and not feeling like I have to force myself to go to bed early, you know, it's more about what you do 80% of the time and what you do somewhat consistently rather than getting yourself to do something every single day if it genuinely just doesn't fit with what you're doing. Because the problem is if you write down, oh, I'm going to go to bed every single night at 11 p.m., even if you think that's somewhat achievable and then you don't do it on like two nights a week, then you're going to feel disappointed in yourself. So let's just start with a realistic goal. And maybe eventually you will go to sleep every single night at 11 p.m. because you're like, I just get tired at that time and I can't not go to sleep at that time. Then that would be great. And I do, I did find that that's happened for me as well. When I was teaching Pilates really early at like 6 a.m. on like two days a week, was it? Yeah, it was two days a week that I was teaching that early. I was like, well, I can't be getting up at 5 a.m. two days a week and then like, 9 9 a.m. on all the other days like my brain is gonna be fucked like that's gonna be horrible and so I ended up like just bringing my whole sleep schedule a lot earlier and I was going to sleep every night at like 9 30 10 and this was like a few months ago and I was doing it pretty consistently obviously some days not that early but pretty consistently and yeah it actually was really good because then I got used to my body got used to it and I actually started wanting to fall asleep earlier anyway so trust me sleep is one that you have to be a bit like, like not stubborn. What's the word? You have to be a bit like a hard ass on yourself at the start. Kind of force yourself to do it. Maybe throw some melatonin in there. Just give yourself that extra love. You know, you deserve it. Um, but definitely like push yourself at first because your body needs to get used to it. And then it will be so much easier over time. And last but not least, when it comes to things that you want to be writing down for your goals, what you want to do is also after you've thought about the very obvious things like eat, sleep, exercise, career, blah, 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 mental health, all those things, like the very obvious kind of bubbles that you would think about. I want you to then step back and think about, is there anything that I've been saying that I'm going to do, but I'm just not making time for it? I think we all have these things like you think you're going to paint that like canvas you bought a few months ago, or you're finally going to finish this book that you started reading on your vacation, or, you know, you're finally going to like make that recipe that you like printed out and like put on your fridge, like that kind of shit. Actually sit there and think about what those things are for you because it is so 
exciting when we actually complete those like little tasks. And even if it doesn't take a lot of effort, it's sometimes harder for us to like put time aside to do those things because we think, well, you know, this isn't making me any money or this isn't like serving anybody like it's just like a fun thing I want to do but if you don't prioritize time to do the fun things that you want to do just for you just to live life just to enjoy your life and maybe learn and just you know live then you're not going to give yourself time to do it and I find people will prioritize sometimes and this is especially me when you're like type a get it done you know very motivated blah, 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 like kind of driven you know all those things you don't leave yourself space to just live. Like you really don't leave yourself time to like soak up what life is about, which it's not about, you know, like metrics and work and getting all these things done all the time. Sometimes it's about like sitting there and zoning out and like reading or painting or singing or playing an instrument and like really just like soaking up the creative juices. You know what I mean? It's just so important that you're actually taking time to do those things. And if you're someone like me, like you're similar to me, where you find it hard to like actually plan to do that, then this would be a great time for you to add that in. And so I literally wrote paint the canvas that I bought six months ago on my thing for this month. So LOL, I'm going to do that. And another one is I'll always have topics that I like really want to become educated on. I'll think of things that I'm like, oh, that's so interesting. And I would love to hear more about that or like learn more about that. But you don't really set, set, uh, set aside time for it, you know. So I'll even write down like become educated on this thing. And then I'll just take some time, like maybe an hour or maybe like a few minutes every day like I'll google a little something something about that topic and I'll just become somewhat educated on like a random topic that I think is kind of cool and it's just cool it just like you learn stuff and then you don't realize how much it just helps you in conversations and you know you just are you're just fucking interesting you just become an interesting person and you just enjoy learning like I fucking love learning and I feel like we need to not give learning such a bad rep because learning is dope like it's fun <laughs> All right, coming up to how we're going to do this. So like I said, you're going to write it all down. What is most important here is that you're also creating systems that support your goals. So writing down goals is amazing. We love that for you. But if you aren't actually planning how you're going to like complete those goals, then there's no like purpose in doing it in the first place. Like it's just not going to happen. You know, for example, if you want to exercise three days a week, what are you going to do to make that happen? Are you just going to get to the end of the week and go, oh, hopefully I went three times, you know? Are you just going to randomly throw it in when you have time? Mm, no, because you're not going to do it, all right? So what are you going to do? Maybe you can plan the classes beforehand, right? You can, like, book them in. So, like, if you have to cancel it, you're actually having to go into, like, your gym's app and, like, cancel the classes. Like, that's a really helpful one. I do that, and that does it for me every single week at the start of the week I just look okay when am I going to go to Pilates I book my three classes boom boom we're out that's it done easy you know I'll do that another one you can do if you don't like book classes you just like go to a gym is finding like a gym buddy who wants to do the same thing as you and having that motivation to go with somebody else can be a lot of fun I just don't want you to 100% rely on that because sometimes you know, obviously your schedule isn't going to line up, line up 100% with that person. And then you will use that as an excuse to not go. So you better be knowing yourself on this one and don't rely on just that. Okay. <laughs> Another thing you can do is if you keep a personal calendar, which, oh my God, I hope you do. Because if you don't, what the fuck? How are you doing your life? I actually don't understand. Like when I talk to people and they're like, yeah, oh, I forgot. And I have these plans on Thursday night and this and this and this. And I know that they either just keep it in their like notes 
or they just don't keep a schedule, I'm like, holy shit. First of all, congratulations on your memory because I am like a fish. I could never. Anyways, my other example on this is like, say you want to finish a book, right? And you write down, finish a book. I love that for you, but there's no way you're going to do it unless you create a plan. So maybe you want to read 15 minutes per day. Maybe you want to set aside two afternoons in your week where you're just going to spend that time like reading and really digging into that book. You know, obviously, I don't know what your schedule looks like, but maybe that's going to be two evenings, right? Whatever you want to do, however you think it's going to work best for you, make sure you actually set out like specific amounts of time and when you're going to do it so you can actually create that system that's going to support your goal. All right. Last but not least, I want to talk about why it's important to be setting these goals. I think for me, at least, it's a clear marker to see whether or not I'm moving in the right direction. And it's not always that I reach the goal. Sometimes I end up falling a bit short of the goal, but at least I can go, oh, okay, well, I did a pretty good job. And like, I did this right, I did this right. And then you can actually go and figure out what you need to change to make that goal then happen. So like, maybe you said, you know, you want to finish a book and you didn't finish it, but you got three quarters of the way through. It's like, okay, well, right now I'm reading 15 minutes per day. And I actually feel like that's a lot of reading for me. That is enough reading for me. And I don't care if I read slowly because I'm enjoying this book. Maybe you can actually sit there and go, okay, technically I didn't complete the goal, but I'm actually happy with how this went. And then maybe on your next month's setting of your goals, instead of writing, finish a book, you can just write 15 minutes per day or 15 minutes four times a week or whatever you want to make it, you know? So you can be specific and sit there and actually think, what do I want? You know, you don't have to complete anything. Even saying that, okay, I want to read one book a month. Well, books are different sizes, you know? Some books you want to read slower, some books you need to put down and like process it. Like it's okay to have goals that aren't so specific to like what would be the general like rule of thumb. You know what I mean? Just do what works for you. And I think another reason why I really like it is because it's kind of like a chance for you to manifest if you will. And if you're not into manifesting, I would just call this like putting it in the forefront of your mind, right? So if you sit there and you go, okay, I'm going to become someone who exercises regularly. This is going to be something that I'm going to do. You know, I'm going to work out three days a week. That's, you know, someone who exercises. That's amazing. If you have that in the front of your mind and then you're out talking to a friend at a bar, and they're saying, oh, this is what I did today. Oh, and I did this boxing class and whatever. You, as someone who knows that you are someone who exercises, you can go, oh, that's really interesting. I've never tried boxing. And they go, wow, oh my God, we should go together sometime. And it just, because you have it in your brain that like, that is something that you do. That is something that's part of your goals. It's in the forefront of your mind. You will naturally see those things come up in conversations more. And then you actually like, get more from that as well. Like the people around you will start to reflect those things. Like I really feel like everything is a mirror and the more that you have in your brain, these are the things that I'm going to be doing. These are the things that I'm completing. These are the goals that are on my brain. You know, these are the things I'm working towards. If you actually know what those things are, you are so much more likely to get these things. And that's why I'm going to go into visualization now. Visualization is number two. I have a whole episode on this. So if you want to listen to like me really get all woo-woo with it, then listen to that specific episode because it's just a few back and it's it's good if you are into this kind of stuff because visualization has changed my life. Let me tell you, it absolutely has. Like I grew up religious as a Christian, not a Christian anymore, don't go to church anymore, but I was very, very into that whole life. And so 
I want you to know that I understand the whole religion thing. Like I've used to be very much like a Holy Spirit person and like, you know, believed all that. And that's fine. And if you, if you do, I love that for you, whatever works for you, bestie, like, you know, do what works for you. But I learned that I didn't want to connect it to any type of spirituality anymore. Um, not spirituality, any kind of religion, I guess, but I really still liked the idea of spirituality and believing that there was something beyond just the physical. Like I've always felt like very intuitive and I've always felt like, you know, there's so many, um, like just circumstances that I'm like, how did that happen? Or why did that happen? You know, I just really feel like there is something. And so for me, visualization is a really beautiful tool that I can use to get the things that I think that I want in life, you know? Um, and for example, like maybe about a year ago, I was working in hospitality still. My following was probably around like, maybe like 50,000 or something. Like obviously wasn't doing social media as like my job. I thought it was cool because like people were somewhat invested in what I was doing, but like I just wasn't, I wasn't thinking the big at this time. You know what I mean? I wasn't really thinking I was going to be doing a lot with it. Like I, I had the podcast, you know, things were kind of slowly becoming a thing, but you know, wasn't doing that much. And I was working in hospitality and I was so frustrated because I was working like, 40 hours a week at least and doing these like 10 hour shifts in a restaurant my feet were killing me like I'd leave sweaty as fuck so stressed it was like the busiest restaurant in the world (laughs) so dramatic but I'd been working in hospitality for seven years or six years six or seven years at that point I was just so tired of it and I was also trying to do all my social media stuff on top of it I was also training to become a Pilates instructor And so I was just doing so much and I remember feeling so overwhelmed, but I would go on my breaks and I would go sit in the park when I'm, you know, in the middle of this 10 hour shift, I'd go sit in the park. I'd like get myself some food quickly and I would sit there I'd sit there with my journal and I would just like write down things that I wanted. I would write down the life that I wanted. Like I would know that I was experiencing a life that was really stressful and was completely throwing out like my hormones and my mental health and was just fucking me up. But I knew I needed to make money and I knew I was kind of stuck in that situation at the time, but I was slowly working towards the things that I wanted to do. And that was like social media, of course. Um, which is funny, actually, just to, you know, go on a little tangent here. I literally would make TikToks on the bus on the way to work. And it was like, a 45 minute bus or something there and back. So I like spent, you know, almost two hours by the end of the day, like just getting to and from work. Um, This is ridiculous. Like what the fuck was I doing? This is so stressful. Even just thinking about this, I would make TikToks on the bus. I'd make TikToks on my lunch break at the end of my little manifesting moment. And I would make TikToks like when I would come home from work, if if I did just like a short lunch shift or in the morning before work, like I literally was posting three TikToks every single day for like two months straight. And that was like the time that I grew on TikTok the most. And it was just insane. Like I was so insane about getting the things that I wanted, but I was like, I don't care. I just want to do it. Like I want this to be my life. I don't want to keep working in hospitality. I'm going crazy. Like I just want to build these things that I want to build and I want to help people. And I want to talk about the things that matter. You know, I just felt like I needed the work that I was doing to have purpose and like have meaning to me. And so I would sit there and I would just write out, you know, different things, like literally specific individual situations that I wanted to be in. Like I would, this is so embarrassing now, but (laughs) I would literally write down like 
you know, one of my favorite brands is going to email me and ask me to like collaborate or whatever, or like, you know, just little things. Or um, I'm going to get a job teaching Pilates and someone's going to say how much they love my classes. Like it sounds now coming out of my mouth <laughs> a little bit like self-centered or whatever it doesn't need to be though I just and, and I don't mean it to be that way but it was just like I wanted to picture the life that I wanted to have I wanted to picture scenarios that I wanted to be in and I am telling you almost all of these things have happened in my life that I have written down like when you visualize what you want for yourself, they just naturally come to you. Like they really do just start to flow into your life. And whether you want to say that's because manifesting works or, you know, the universe is hearing you or God is hearing you or whatever the fuck, whatever, however you want to like make it make sense in your brain, I totally respect you and I love that for you. But all I know is that doing this is going to help you for whatever reason, because I've seen it over and over and over. And that's why I've been doing this stuff for years. And I've been focusing on journaling and visualization and gratitude and, and goals and all this stuff because it fucking works, bro. Like it just works. All right. <laughs> so don't ask me why, but just do it. I'm telling you. And if you want to hear more about this, then just go listen to my visualization episode because things can get a little bit spooky if you want them to. Wait, one more thing I wanted to add here is I feel like if you're acting as if things are going to happen, then you naturally prepare for them and you naturally talk about them. And this is similar to what I was saying earlier about how if you talk about things with people, they're more likely to actually help you out. So say, for example, you're like, oh, I've been wanting to do more like photo shoots or like say you're an artist and you want to put out like an album you're like okay I'm thinking of putting out this album I'm probably going to be putting out music in January and you always tell people yeah I'm putting out music in January oh this is what I've been working on you're showing your friends things you're showing them little clips you're starting to promote it on social media you know you're doing these things to like show that this is what you're going to be doing and so naturally if someone knows someone who's a producer or they know someone who's a photographer or whatever and you're talking about you're talking to them about you know what you want to do and they can see that you're passionate about it they can see that you care about it they can see that you're going to put all this effort into it they're more likely to go oh I actually have a cousin who's a photographer or you know I've heard that this thing's really helpful or I follow this person who talks about how to you know grow on social media as a artist or whatever, you know, people just will want to be helpful. People will be want to be useful. And if you don't tell people about the things that you want, then they can't help you with them. And I actually saw a really, really beautiful video this week by Dylan Mulvaney, I think it is. Um, and they're a really, really beautiful TikToker who is trans. And she talks about like, all these different things to do with basically just her life. Like, if you've ever seen the videos on TikTok where she comes up and she's like, it's day 75 of being a girl or whatever. Um, anyway, she's super sweet. Love her videos. And she did a vision board and she literally posted, like, it's like, these, it's so cute. It's like these little cutouts on this board and she put them all up on the board and she went through and she explained all the things that she wants to do this year. And it was so cool seeing someone at that level. Like, she has like a bajillion followers um, and, you know, has done a really amazing things in the last year like just insane like her career has shot up just woof, insane um and I thought it was so cool because she was saying this she was like share with people what you want to do like don't be embarrassed by having goals don't be embarrassed by wanting a, a life that is bigger and better than what you want like don't feel like small by recognizing that you're not where you want to be right now because it's so much better to meet someone who is saying, I want to do all these things and they're passionate and they're excited than to meet someone who tries to puff themselves up 
in their current situation, like, acting like what they're doing is so cool right now because, like, fuck that. Like, I'm like, where are you growing then if you are acting that way? You know, what are you doing? And I think we see these people all the time. Like, if you've ever worked in, like, hospitality, for example, there's a classic example of, like, you're working with someone and there's, like, a manager who's just, like, an asshole to everybody because they power trip on thinking that what they're currently doing is so cool. But deep down, they're like, you know, I didn't actually do the things that I wanted in life or like, this isn't what I want or I'm just in this position, but I actually want to open my own restaurant. And you see it in people and you see it in every industry. But I saw this all the time in people and it used to just like grind my gears because I was like, bro, get a fucking life. Like genuinely, for your sake, get a life. Like (laughs) figure out what's going to make you feel good and like work towards those things and don't be embarrassed by not being where you want to be like most of us are not where we want to be that's how that's kind of how it works you know what I mean we're all growing towards things we're all like trying to move forward in our careers or get that degree or like work out the kinks in that relationship or you know build your friend group or whatever we all have things that we want to be better at or do better at or grow and that's awesome like that's something that you should tell people and share with people and be aware of not like be scared of because if you are already at a place where you're like holding yourself back and being like oh you know I would like this but like I don't need it bro you're not gonna fucking get it you're not gonna get it you can't you can't be thinking that way you have to be okay with being like it's okay I'm I'm low like I'm small I'm I'm like barely at the start of my journey you know I'm at the very start of my career this is nothing like you need to have that mindset or you're gonna get stuck and you're gonna get complacent and you're gonna get comfortable Anyways, that was a bit of tough love for you, but it's true. So (laughs) number three is practicing gratitude. Oh my God. Okay. Gratitude is one of those things that if you have not done this before as a practice, you look at it and you think it's dumb. I get it. Okay. You think it's a bit lame. You're like, how is that going to help me? I understand that I can be a bit negative, but this isn't going to make me more positive. Like writing down on a piece of paper, like a few things that's like good about my life. Like whatever. I get that my life is good. Okay. Stop. Okay, just try it. Promise me. Okay, you're gonna do it. Because gratitude has helped me so, 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 so much. Like, I am someone where I've struggled with anxiety. I've struggled with depression. I've struggled with these automatic negative thoughts. Thank you to my therapist for teaching me that. And I've really needed to weed out the negativity and sometimes it's not just weeding out the negative thoughts but you need to like fill those spaces with positive thoughts and it can seem so basic it can seem so rudimentary but it really is helpful this year I'm actually doing the five minute journal which is like super popular if you follow any like wellness girly on Instagram or TikTok that bitch has that journal okay you're gonna see them everywhere now now that I've said it you're gonna see them and so sweet my friend Faith if you guys don't know Faith she's my bestie she's so cute and she got it for me for Christmas and so we're actually doing it together which is really cute because like some days it'll give you like a little prompt and it will be like here's a little motivation quote or whatever for the day and we'll literally text each other and be like lol the prompt today was so funny or like that thing reminded me of you and it's really cute so do it with a friend that's a really good idea for you guys um thanks faith for the idea um anyways with gratitude specifically it's just a section of that daily journal five minute journal in that journal specifically, if you guys are curious, I'll just tell you what, what it is. Um, it gives you, like I said, a quote or a little challenge at the top. 
and then it will tell you to write down things that you're grateful for, like three things. It'll ask you to write down three things that would make today great, which I really like. And then your like affirmation for the day, like your thing that you're going to say to encourage yourself basically throughout the day. That's the morning. And then five minutes at night as well. You write down three things that made today great. And then I forget what the last thing is. I forget what the last one is. Um, but basically that's it. It's just like a little journal to keep you up and to keep you motivated and to um, check in on your mental health. And I think it's just really, really, really healthy and really good for you. Anyways, gratitude specifically is something that I started doing in lockdown because, oh my God, guys, I'm so sorry. We're going to take a pause. I just need to tell you this. My dad literally just sent me a text. He's so cute. He just said, congratulations on one week vape free and on reaching 300,000 followers on TikTok. (laughs) Oh my God. Guys, I love him. He's so cute. Um, see, he knows vaping is something I struggled with literally all the way since high school. Funny story, actually, we're taking another tangent, is the day that I left Canada to move to Australia, I told myself I was going to quit on that day, moving to Australia. Like, I'm telling you guys, this has been a whole ass, like, thing in my life. Like, it's been present for a very long time. I said I was going to quit on that day, and I left my vape inside of the house, and I literally brought my bags out, and my mom and my dad were going to be taking me to the airport, and we're, like, all getting in the car. Again, my vape is inside. I start getting anxious, stressing out, and I'm like, I need to go back inside, and I need to go see Max one more time, my dog, who I was obsessed with in love with and so sad to be leaving and I was like I need to see Max one more time so I went inside alone I went inside picked up my dog I was just crying my little eyes out I was obsessed I was so sad to be leaving him I then ended up having like basically an anxiety attack started freaking the fuck out and was like I need my vape I need my vape went and got my vape and then went back to the car imagine my parents just sitting there casually waiting for me in the car like nothing's going on I'm in the car I'm in the house having a goddamn anxiety attack holding my dog my dog's like what the fuck vaping aggressively (laughs) like a psycho and then I come back to the car just like vaping and then I get in the car and my parents are like um are you okay? I'm like, no. Anyways, so I kept vaping all the way through. We're going to go back to what the podcast is actually about today. So sorry about that. (laughs) I told you guys, I haven't done this in a while. All right. I'm feeling a little bit rusty. I started doing this in lockdown and I feel like doing gratitude just really helps you to clear out all the bullshit and helps you to focus on the good stuff. And often we forget how good our lives are. You know, it's so easy. So, 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 so easy to get complacent. Even, you know, when you start a new job six months later at the start, you were like, this is so fun. This is so fresh. This is so crazy. Oh my God. I'm so proud of myself. Six months later, you're like, I'm just like bored. You know, like I just want something like that challenges me. It's like, bitch, you felt so challenged like six months ago. Like just relax. Like just enjoy not being under stress 24 7 like I think it's gonna be okay you know sometimes we just do that and we get so used to wanting there to be like oh something exciting oh something happening oh something new oh new relationship blah 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 blah. you know we jump from relationship to relationship we always want to have butterflies we always want to have that new friend we always want to have that new like vice that new drug that new drink that new whatever like we are so prone to like wanting to have these like dopamine hits and like wanting all this good amazing crazy stuff all the time that when things are just like good and consistent and like we have a regular like consistent release of like serotonin and things are like fine we get fucking bored is that just me I don't know but I think a lot of people get like that and gratitude for me helps me to go oh my god my life is so good what the fuck am I complaining about 
that's why I do it. Literally, that is why I do it. And I think it also helps you to become genuinely grateful and like genuinely thankful for what's going on in your life, which helps other areas of your life. And this is another like branch and reason as to why I do gratitude is it helps your relationships. Like imagine you're sitting there at the end of the day and you're going, wow, I'm so thankful that I hung out with my friend today. Like that was something that was so fun that really made my day a good day. You're more likely then to go text your friend and say, hey, I had a really nice time hanging out with you. Like, love you so much. Thanks for being there for me. You know, you're so much more likely to do that. And that strengthens your relationships. Or maybe you hang out with someone for the first time and you have a nice time. You go home and you go, oh, that was nice. And maybe, you know, in a regular scenario, you wouldn't really think about it again. Maybe you'd wait for them to message you. You wouldn't really, you know, care. You wouldn't reflect. But at the end of the day, you sat down and you said, I'm going to do my gratitude. And you sit there and you write down, wow, I actually really enjoyed this person's company. And we like weirdly hit it off really quickly. And so you then go message them and say, hey, by the way, loved hanging out with you. Would absolutely love to hang out with you like next weekend if you're around. Or, you know, we should make plans to go do that thing that we talked about wanting to do together. Like, you know, when you said we should do some boxing, I want to go box with you. So, you know what I mean? There's just more opportunity for you to reflect and it actually strengthens your relationships. And like I said earlier, when it comes to your job and whatever... I think it really does give you a better like job satisfaction rate, if you will, <laughs> especially when things start to become boring and unexciting. And we're just like, oh, it's just like, it's just consistent. It's whatever. But you can actually take that, oh, it's consistent and be like, oh, it's great. It's consistent. It's security. It's safety. You know, it's job security. It's financial stability. And those are things that I should be so grateful for because maybe at one time I didn't have that. And that is something that I can really reflect on and be like, wow, I'm actually so grateful for that. You know, it really just helps you. It makes you feel better about yourself, your life. It makes you feel more motivated because the better you feel about your current situation, the more likely you're going to believe that good things are coming to you and that good things are going to keep coming. And if you are in a shitty spot, like if you are going through some hard stuff right now, it helps you to not make that your whole life. It helps you to go, okay, well, you know what? Yes, I'm going through a horrible breakup and I feel like hell and this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me and this is probably the worst I've ever felt in my life. You can still go, okay, but you know what? I'm really enjoying the summer or I'm really enjoying this friendship that I have or I'm really enjoying my job right now or I'm feeling really motivated to work on this thing or this is going to teach me something, right? It's going to help you to change your mindset on how you feel about the breakup. Oh, maybe this is actually a chance for me to learn a lesson. Or maybe this is a chance for me to finally be single and work on healing XYZ from my childhood or from high school or whatever. You know what I mean? It really just helps you to step out of your situation and not feel so shit about yourself, which we all need. And we are on to number four, which is having a routine specifically that requires as little decision making as possible. So the reason I point that out and want to make that very clear is because the point of having a routine is so that you don't have to decide every single day what you're going to do first, when you're going to do your skincare, or if you're going to do your skincare, you know, when you're going to eat, whether or not you're going to drink water before you even have your coffee, like what you're going to do before bed, all these things, like these little decisions, if you do not have a routine, you're probably not going to be optimizing those times of your life. And although, you know, you can just chill and have a good time. I also feel like having a routine is nice because then when you do go away from it or you do have a night where you're just like, fuck it, I'm not doing the whole journaling bullshit. I just want to go on TikTok. I feel like shit. That's fine. You know what I mean? You can do that. But 
when you do that every single night, it's really not going to help you. It's really not going to help your mental health. And remember, this isn't about, like, being the best person in the world. This is this is for you. Like, all these things are just to make your life better. So if you're sitting here going, I don't want to, like, I just, I, I could never be that person who has, like, a full-on routine, blah, 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 blah. Like, that's fine. If it's not you, then it's not you. But it's all going to help you. These are all just things to help you, you know? So, anyways. I want to say, first of all, that having a routine doesn't mean it has to be the same every single day. And like I've talked about in so many episodes now, cycle syncing is uh, the best thing in the world. If you don't cycle sync, then get on that shit. That's obviously if you have um, a menstrual cycle to sync to. Um, And it just means that in the different phases of your cycle, you're going to be doing different things. So you're probably going to have more motivation, more energy around ovulation. And you're probably going to have a little bit less energy around your period or leading up to your period when you're potentially experiencing like PMS and things like that. And the point of cycle syncing and having a routine when it comes to cycle syncing is because you start to know what works for you. So for me, for example, I know that for about three days before my period, every single month, I kind of want to kill someone, you know, and that sometimes that someone is me. All right. And so I am not going to be completing any shit at that time. I'm not going to be able to do any of my like collaboration type of work. I'm not going to be recording any episodes. I'm not going to be able to, I'm just, I'm not going to be fun. Trust me. You guys don't want to hang out with me (laughs) when I'm like that. And so I make sure to get things done at different times and get them done earlier so I'm avoiding that time. So I'm not having to push myself when I really feel like my lowest to then create things when I am not feeling like I'm able to create things because that means that I'm not going to be putting out the content I want to be putting out. I'm not going to be feeling like as motivating and fun and amazing (laughs) as I normally am (laughs) on the podcast. Just kidding. But you know what I'm saying. I'm not going to feel like myself and I want to be able to bring my fun self that I normally am, but I don't want to have to do that when I I feel like shit because that's just not fun for anybody involved, you know? And so it's really important to recognize the patterns that you have consistently and cycle syncing is going to help you a lot with that. If you want to hear more about that, of course, go listen to one of my other episodes because there's a lot to say about it. Um, The last one that I just did was really, really good and I interviewed the cyclical coach. She is so cute and so funny. We love her. Her name's Nam, actually. And um, that episode was really great. Like that, I've gotten really, really good feedback from that one and it's just really simple and like easy to apply. And so go listen to that if you want to learn more. So I thought I would share with you my morning and my night routine. It's very basic, very simple, something that you can use if you want to. Um, But it's just for me what I do. And it's been working pretty well for me recently. And I've always found routines are just so helpful. Like, like I said to you in high school, I used to wake up, go to the bathroom, wash my face, like do my little skincare moment, go to my bedroom find the TED talk that I was going to listen to. Like there's just a playlist of them. So I would just find a random one, click on it, put, set up my phone beside my little like makeup light, turn on my makeup light, <laughs> do my makeup, wearing the exact same robe, sitting in the exact same chair. I did this every single morning for like four years, I swear to God. And it was so good. And then I would go back to the other side of my bedroom where all my clothes were. And then I would pick out an outfit and I would make sure I felt good. And then I went upstairs and then I would make my coffee. So as I was doing my makeup, I would drink my water because I tried not to drink my coffee right away. Then I would go upstairs. Then I would make my coffee and I would take my coffee to school with me. And if I had time, I would make breakfast there. Or if I didn't, then I would just like pick up something on the way. Or if I didn't have that, then I would wait until like my kind of like morning break to eat, which I tried not to do. But anyways, that was my high school routine. (laughs) But now this is my morning routine. So first of all, wake up. I'm not letting myself have coffee right away. This is something I've been doing now for probably like 
maybe like a year or so pretty consistently and I know it has been fucked on my body. I automatically, this is so TMI, but it literally makes me have to go to the toilet right away. Like I'll take one sip of coffee, boom, we're out of here. It's just not good. Not to mention that I was also vaping this whole past year as well. Bad vibes all around, bad vibes. Vaping also does that to your body. So vaping plus the coffee right away in the morning, horrible cocktail, horrible morning, <laughs> horrible like release of dopamine, but in like the worst way. Also like having coffee on an empty stomach shoots up your cortisol. If you didn't know this, cortisol is your stress hormone. And so it literally can stress you out for the whole day just based off that one coffee on an empty stomach. It also fucks with your gut health, which then fucks with like your skin and your mood and your energy and everything. It is like the worst thing. And I only really learned this recently how bad it actually is. I always knew it was bad because I could tell in my body that my body was like, please stop fucking doing this. But I didn't realize that it was like a concretely like known bad thing to do. Anyways, so we're not doing that anymore. Number one, I drink water or I'll have like, I usually have some water right away, but then I also drink this like collagen powder. It's from Collagen Co. Um, I'm almost out of it now, actually. I need to buy more or like maybe try a different one. I don't really know because I have to order that one, but I've been taking collagen because my skin has been going a little bit crazy and collagen just helps to, I think like speed up the recovery of your skin, if that makes sense, like reproduce that's not the word but like the the cells turnover of cells you know what I'm talking about it does that it like speeds it up so it's quite good for you and collagen actually helps with a lot of other things as well um like bone health and like muscle recovery and a bunch of random shit as well um and so I just I, I like it I like how it tastes I like the little powders and it helps me to feel like I'm drinking something that is a drink but it's not my coffee and so I have that first of all and then I'll try to eat something like small, like maybe I'll bring like a banana back to bed with me. Yes, we are going back to bed also. <laughs> My morning routine is a little bit fucked, okay? If you don't like it, then I don't care. <laughs> and then I'll try to bring like maybe a little banana back to bed with me. But I, I struggle to eat right away in the morning. So sometimes I'll just go back with my little water slash collagen drink, whatever I did that morning. Then I go into my bed and I do my five minute journal because I'm still waking up, okay? When I first wake up, I'm like a goddamn zombie. Like I am non-existent. I am not actually here, okay? So I do my five minute journal and that kind of wakes up my brain a little bit with out, like I'm not having to complete any task you know what I mean I'm not like doing my makeup I'm not making decisions I'm literally just like writing and chilling and waking up then from there I will get up and I'll tidy around my bedroom area if I for some reason left clothes or whatever on the floor the night before which I try not to do but sometimes that happens depending on what my night looked like if I was tired or just being lazy it happens you know so I'll clean up and I'll make my bed which is a new thing that I've been doing it makes me feel very bougie it makes me feel like a cute wellness girly and I think it just makes it nice because you know that you're doing something for future you you know what I mean like you know you're resetting for future you and that's amazing and so I do that and then I will then go eat if I hadn't eaten anything. So then like I'll really force myself to eat because I used to be really, really bad with eating breakfast. Like I would never eat breakfast and ugh, I would just get like to a certain part of my day and I would be starving, like stupidly starving. And it just was so bad for me. But I have actually noticed this week now that I'm not vaping my appetite's coming back. Yay finally because my appetite was so low for so long and it was really frustrating because people always think like oh low appetite so good it's gonna help you to be like skinny like no actually fuck off having a healthy appetite is important like <laughs> if you don't have a healthy appetite that's bad that's there's something going on in your body and it needs to be sorted and 
I had like no appetite. So I never wanted to eat. And I never like would feel motivated to cook myself anything because I was like, I'm not even hungry. Why the fuck would I cook myself something? So I'd wait till I was starving. And then I would just like order Uber Eats and then eat like shit, which would also make my gut health worse after especially my coffee and my vape. You know what I mean? Like I was absolutely cursing my body before. So I'm very happy that my appetite's coming back and I'm motivated to eat more. And today I literally made myself like a nice little breakfast right away. And I did this and it felt so good and I felt so accomplished. So that's my morning. Then nighttime, it's very short. I just literally do my skincare routine, and I pointed out specifically here that one of my goals is to not pick my face. I don't know if anyone else struggles with this. Maybe this is a bit embarrassing. I don't know. Um, but I pick my face all the time, and, like, if I have pimples, I'm always wanting to, like, poke at them, and I always make it way worse, and then I always just, like, hate myself after for it. Um, like, you just get, like, hyper fixated on, like, your face, and you just, like, poke, 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 and then it just makes you crazy. You know what I mean? So I'm trying to not do that anymore. So my skincare. And then I just put reset which is like putting away laundry and actually tidying my space and like making sure the living room and like the the dining table and everything is like reset for the next day. So when I come out, I'm like, oh, I'm ready to like get work done and I'm ready to like, you know, do the things I need to do because otherwise it just sucks when you wake up and everything's a mess and you're like, ugh, it just takes you so much longer to get into the flow of things, you know? So I try to tidy up and then of course I do my five minute journal. So that's my nighttime routine. And there's some things I would say that are on here that are not, um, I don't write down, but they're obvious to me. So I try not to go on my phone right before bed. Sometimes I'll actually read before bed, which I think I want to add that to like my nighttime routine. But right now I'm just trying to take it slowly. I'm putting in one thing at a time and I'm not forcing myself to like start this random crazy routine out of nowhere. Like I'm slowly building it up. And I think that's really important and something that I would recommend doing because as much as we all want to be like, the best version of ourselves. Like if you randomly sit down and you say, okay, I'm going to do this, 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 this fucking two hour routine every morning and every night. There's just no way it's going to be way too intimidating. It's going to stress you out and then you're not going to do it. And you're going to be like, wow, I really can't change. I suck, but you don't suck. You just overwhelmed yourself. So add things in one at a time. Like I I am going to add that reading in a little bit later. And um, something else that I haven't written down, I just noticed from my morning routine, is I don't go on my phone or social media for at least the first half hour of my day. And that, again, has to do with, like, dopamine release and basically having, like, a low dopamine morning, which, if you haven't seen this, like, trend on TikTok, it's amazing. Um, And it really talks about how if you do things that are, like, really high dopamine right away in the morning, it kind of, like, basically fuck up the way your dopamine releases throughout the day, which can just make you feel, like, depressed and anxious and not how you want to be feeling. And so it's just not great for you. Obviously, blue light and all that shit is not great for you before bed. And so I really just get, like to give myself at least a half hour. An hour would be amazing, but at least a half hour on either end before I go to bed and when I wake up to just not be on my phone, especially because I work on my phone, too. So I'll just, I'll, like, I have such a bad habit of wanting to wake up and like go to my emails and like see if this person's responded and like you know check on this video or do this or do that and read comments and then I just get into like a whole spiral and I could just be sitting there working for the next like eight hours if I wanted to you know so I try to set some boundaries especially because of what I do. So just to finish out talking about routines, I want to talk about why it's important to have a routine because I feel like we all could go oh yeah it makes sense it's helpful whatever but there is a book called Atomic Habits, and oh, what's it, who's it by? I'm trying to remember now. 
oh, I don't know. It's like something green. Anyways, Atomic Habits is like a very popular, popular book. I'll link it below. Um, if you guys haven't heard of it or you haven't read it, I would recommend it so much. It really did help me. And something that he talks about in it is habit stacking. And basically what he's saying is you already have this regular routine, but it's easier to add in little things than it is to just like start a whole new routine. Kind of like what I was saying earlier. So for example, if you're someone who every morning you get up, you go make yourself a coffee at your coffee machine and that's the first thing you're drinking and you don't want to be doing that. You're like, oh, I need to at least have one glass of water before I have my coffee. Then what you can do is put like a water glass on the coffee machine or beside the coffee machine every night before bed. Or you can just have it like live there. You know what I mean? You have some sort of thing, some sort of plan like that. So then in the morning, just as you normally would, you go, you get your coffee, but that glass is going to trigger you to go, oh shit, I need to have a glass of water before I have my coffee. So then you go, you fill up that glass, drink your glass of water, and then you're going to feel a lot better having that coffee. And so I would just recommend doing that, like adding in little bits and not overwhelming yourself. And I think as well, I kind of talked about this earlier, but with a routine, it helps you to form a mindset of like, okay, this is who I am. It's not just like tomorrow morning, I'm going to try to get myself to work out, you know, or tomorrow morning, I'm going to try to get myself to um, make myself breakfast. It's like, no, I am someone who eats breakfast every morning. I can't go without my breakfast. You know, you create this like mindset of this is who I am, not just something I'm trying to get myself to do, you know? And when you use language like, oh yeah, I'm trying to get myself to go to the gym three days a week. Like, how unmotivating is that? You know what I mean? That's not good for you. That's not going to help you. Whereas if you say, like, oh, yeah, I go to the gym three days a week. Like, I like to stay active. That's you confirming that that's who you are and it's a part of your identity. And you're much more likely to follow through with it because you're not constantly going, oh, I'm not really good enough for this, but I'm trying to be better. You're going, this is who I am. And, like, I'm capable. I'm fully capable of doing this. And I feel like that actually genuinely helps and when you have a routine around it it just makes sense and you're you're more likely to want to do it in your body it's going to get so much more comfortable with doing it. It's going to crave it more, you know? When you don't exercise for a few days, you're going to suddenly feel all stiff and you're going to be like, oh, I just need to like go on a run or I need to stretch or whatever. You'll feel it in your body, you know? If you like aren't eating enough or you're eating like the unhealthy foods that are making you feel tired and sluggish, it's like, oh, this is out of my routine. I'm, I'm feeling different because I'm not doing what I normally do, which is what I want to be doing. And so your body and everything really starts to get comfortable with this new way of living. And then it's easier to keep it up. And that's why routines are really, really helpful. Whereas if every week you're going, oh, I should go to the gym three days a week, but I don't really know, like I don't really want to go, oh, it's such a stretch, oh, and you're constantly complaining, then obviously you're not going to want to do it. You know what I mean? So if you like have it in like, oh, you know, I go Tuesday, Thursday and Saturday and I go with my friend on Tuesdays and Thursdays I usually go alone and Saturdays I usually let myself have a sleep in so I don't go until like 12. But yeah, that's it. You know, you kind of just like know what's going to happen and it makes you feel good about yourself and it really confirms like who you are and it makes it a part of who you are. Okay, last but not least, we have recognizing what your habits are and kicking bad habits. So I think we typically think we need to add to our lives to make it better, but often we forget that we also need to take away things. And if we keep adding without taking away, we can get stuck in this limbo where like change isn't really happening or sometimes we're even worse off. Like, for example, if you said to yourself, I want to start waking up early. Every single day I want to wake up early. I want to wake up at fucking sunrise. Oh my God, yes, bitch. But you aren't going to bed earlier, then you actually end up worse off because you're getting less sleep. And then we all know that having a lack of sleep is just shithouse for your brain, for your energy, for your mood, for your ability to learn, your ability to store information, for your memory, literally everything, okay? You know, for your 
immunity for your body, all of it. So you need sleep. You need, need, need sleep. Actually, I'm going to make an episode on sleep soon because I've been thinking about this a lot and I have a lot of conversations with people about it and someone actually asked me to make an episode about it. So I'm going to do that because sleep is like key, 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 key to you. So you need to figure out what the bad habit is potentially that is stopping you from going to bed early because maybe you're actually fine at getting yourself to wake up if you've had enough sleep right? Like there's nothing wrong with waking up early. The reason waking up early is usually hard for people is because they didn't give themselves enough sleep. So obviously you're going to be tired. Obviously you're going to feel like you're dragging yourself out of bed, you know? And especially if it's a new routine, it's probably going to be harder on your body because your body's just getting used to it. And so what's that thing that's stopping you from going to bed early? Is it your routine of going on your phone for an hour on TikTok, scrolling in the dark before you fall asleep? Maybe. Maybe it's watching Netflix before bed and like wanting to watch like a whole bunch of episodes of your show. Maybe it's like you live with a roommate or a partner or something and it's like their schedule and you actually need to go and say to them, hey, I'm going to start going to bed at this time just so you know I need you to like respect that or try to come to bed earlier or try to like be quiet or coming to bed and just understand that like I really want to make this a part of my blah 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 and explain to them why it actually matters to you and whatever you know you need to figure out what is actually holding you back and this is just one example but I think it's really important and I would say like I said step one like recognize your habits like actually sit down take a piece of paper I encourage you to do this today at some point just sit down this will take you five minutes think about what are my habits that I do every single day What are the things that I'm just doing all the time, good and bad, right? So if it is going on your phone for an hour, write that shit down. Do not lie to yourself, right? Don't bullshit, okay? This is (laughs) this is step one. This is just figuring out what are we even doing right now, like you know. And then we're gonna work out the kinks. But right now, now we need to figure out uh, what's going on. And if you're noticing "Mm, every day, I'm getting really hungry by lunchtime because I haven't eaten anything. Okay, great. Write it down. (laughs) Maybe you have something like I had an addiction to vaping. Write that down. All right. Write down all the things that maybe are going on that are consistent that you don't like. But you can also write down, of course, things that are consistent that you do like and give yourself a little pat on the back because we love that for you. And like I said earlier, following this theme of not going too crazy at the start and kind of like working your way into creating these habits and these plans and the routines is instead of creating this big, beautiful, idealistic morning routine, start with one thing that you're going to take away or one thing that you're going to shorten. So for example, maybe you literally go on your phone for one full hour every night before bed and you know you do it and you hate that you do it and you know that it affects your sleep, but you're like, it's okay. It's my time to unwind. Like, I love it. I enjoy it. That's That's great. You know, that's fine. Don't feel like you have to go, okay, I'm deleting TikTok off my phone. Like, whoa, you know what I mean? It's going to be okay. Take it down to 30 minutes before bed. Take it down to maybe then 15 minutes before bed. Slowly chip away. There is no reason that you need to plunge yourself into the goddamn deep end and spin yourself out, all right? Because you're going to go for a week of it, and then you're going to go, I miss TikTok. You're going to download it, and then you're going to be right back into your old routine because your brain loves routine. It loves patterns. It loves narrative. It loves consistency, and you have like pathways in your brain that are not set in stone, but they're very like firm. And it takes a while to get yourself out of those pathways. And, you know, people say it takes 21 days to break a habit or whatever. It takes time. Like it does take time. Your brain needs to create this general understanding of like, this is who I am. This is what we're doing. You know, this is what my life looks like. This is what I do every night. Totally normal for me to go on my phone for only 10 minutes, you know, but you need to do that over time and give yourself grace as you go through it. 
And like I said, do kind of one thing at a time. So if you're like, okay, I don't want to be on my phone all the time. I also want to quit vaping. I also want to start reading every night before bed. This is me, by the way. <laughs> I also want to like have a whole new cleaning schedule where I clean my flat and I keep it like perfectly clean all the time. And I really want to like do this, do this, do this, create this content, do this. Like amazing. Love that for me. But I cannot do that all on day one. I cannot do that all on January 1st. There is no way. And I will burn out. I will throw myself into the deep end and I will die. So <laughs> don't do that. Take it bit by bit and you're going to be amazing. Don't just think about the things that you want to add to your life, but also both think about the things that you want to take away, things that just aren't making you better. And this isn't to say that you don't like these things, okay? Let me just tell you right now, I like vaping. I like it, okay? Obviously, I like it or I wouldn't have done it. Like, I was addicted to it because I liked how it felt. I liked what it was doing for me. Like, you know, that's how you get into something. It's okay that you like the thing. It's okay that you like endlessly scrolling on your phone. It's okay that you like, like, laying in the dark with a bright screen and you just fucking like it, okay? I get that you like it, but if you know that it doesn't make you better, if you know that it's holding you back or it's causing you to have worse sleep or it's causing you to have negative mental health effects or it's causing you to have physical unhealthy effects or whatever, it is you are worth taking those things away. You know what I mean? There is a certain level of self-respect that you want to have. And as much as I want myself to have fun and I want to indulge and I want to experience life and I want to do all the fun things. I want to respect myself enough to take away the things that are causing me harm or holding me back. And that's hard. That's self-control. And I don't have the best self-control. I never have. Okay. I've always been a little bit wild. I've always like let myself go, have a good time. That's how I like to be. But being fun and letting yourself have fun and like experience life is different to letting yourself like derail yourself and having so little self-respect that you don't care if you're hurting your body or your mental health or whatever. I want you to start to treat yourself like a friend, like a good friend that you really care about. And when you're thinking about what kind of advice you want to take in, the things that you want to start implementing, think about things that you would want your best friend to start doing for themselves, you know? Like, we have so many people in our lives, and we see them doing things that we're like, fuck, if you just stopped doing this thing, you would be so much happier. Or if you started thinking this way, you would be so much better off. But we don't do it with ourselves enough, you know? Sometimes... We can be hard on ourselves with very specific things like, oh, you know, I need to lose X amount of weight or I need to do um, this amount of like reading per day. I need to be very specific on these numbers. But then when it comes to things that we need to take away that are glaringly obvious, like, yes, reading 15 minutes a day is going to help you. That's amazing. But when there's something that's glaringly obvious that you are doing that is not helping you at all, like... Try to actually think about what those things are and don't let yourself continue to have these vices and these crutches consistently. It's okay to have things from time to time. It's okay to slip up, but you want to have a routine where you're consistently making choices, where you are showing that you genuinely love, 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 love and respect yourself because that is how you're going to grow self-love and have a good relationship with yourself. If you're constantly making decisions that put you last, you're going to feel like shit about yourself and it is going to affect every area of your life. So it is worth taking the time to think about what are the things that I am doing that aren't great for me, that are holding me back, and how can I start to slowly get rid of those things or potentially cut off cold turkey if you're like me and that's how you kind of have to do it with actual addictions um, and move away from those things because you you are worth like loving and taking the time with and actually pushing through with and being soft with yourself and like allowing yourself to heal. 
just a few quick tips on kicking and breaking the bad habits, and then we are out of here. So replacing the habit is really helpful for me. I was using these little ripple sticks as an alternative to vaping because it helped with the motion of putting something up to my mouth all the time. So replacing it in some way, even like I said, um, I, I like to have a drink right away in the morning that is not just water. I started doing that collagen drink instead of doing the coffee because I still feel like I'm having a drink, but I know that it's something that's actually going to benefit me, right? Our brains love repetition, love predictability, so find something that works for you and stick with it. Secondly, remember that it's always going to be the hardest at the start. It's still conscious, right? It's still decision-making. It's still choice. It's still effort. And that takes more brain power, which it might be more exhausting at the start, which is why I, again, encourage you to take things one thing at a time so that you're not feeling extremely overwhelmed and you actually believe that this is something that is doable for you. Number three, and this is actually a really big one, is knowing your why and educating yourself. So, if you know that something isn't healthy for you, just saying to yourself, well, it's unhealthy. That's not going to convince you when you have a craving or you want to quit, you know, your new plan that you finally set up for yourself. But, you know, when you can say to yourself, well, actually, it's not just that it's unhealthy for me. It affects my immune system. It causes me anxiety. It affects my skin. You know, it affects my relationships, it blah, 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 blah. Then you're like, oh, fuck, yeah, that's motivating. Like, that makes me not want to do that thing or makes me want to implement this thing in my life because I actually feel, like, educated and I have a strong why. Having a strong why, having a strong conviction on why you are doing something or not doing something is so important for, like, every area of your life. And this is something I could talk about all day, but I really have found that for me, when it comes to my routines and it comes to my health, it's like it's been the biggest thing that has helped me because, yes, you can be aware. Exercise is important for me. Sure. Love that. It's helpful. It's healthy. We love that. But why? Why do you actually want to exercise? How can you see it as more. For me, I go to Pilates, not just because I want to maintain my weight. No, fuck that. I go to Pilates because I want to feel strong. I go to Pilates because I feel so much better after any kind of back pain, any joint pain, anything I had before, like magically goes away because of Pilates. Pilates is amazing. I go because it helps my mental health. It gives me energy for the day. I go because it keeps me connected with like a community of people and it's always fun and uplifting. It gets me out of the house. That's why I go to Pilates. You know what I mean? And I I took the time to think about what those things are actually doing for me and that's why I stay so motivated to keep going whereas if I was just like oh I go to Pilates because like I want to stay fit and like if I don't then like I'm gonna gain weight oh my god <laughs> then I'm obviously that's not gonna be motivating and that's what a lot of people do they think very like surface level and it's not gonna help you so take some time to figure out your whys figure out why you're even doing this what you want in 2023 you know why you're still here why you're pushing forward why you're still in maybe the career you're in or why you're changing the career that you're in why you're studying the thing you're studying or why you are changing that thing and really start to ground yourself and make sure that you are working towards the things that you want because you deserve it you deserve to have the dreams that you have in your brain come to life like you are absolutely capable one day at a time you are making things happen and I'm so excited for you for 2023 so thank you guys so much for listening I hope you liked today's episode please let me know if you liked it or what you liked about it or anything I just love getting feedback feedback from you guys it really does help me and it gives me good direction for like where to go in the future and if there are any episodes that you would like to hear or any topics you'd like me to talk on please feel free to dm me on instagram my instagram is Alyssa taylor harper and my tiktok is also Alyssa taylor harper 
and that's it. You can find me there. I'll link it all below. Also, if you don't already follow the podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please follow on one of those apps wherever you listen because it really helps me, helps people to see the episodes, and that's it. Oh, also, we have a Facebook group now as well. We have like almost 200 of us on there now, I think. It's very cute. It's a cute little community. We love it. It's called the She Said What Podcast Group. So come join us because we have some fun on there. So thank you so much. Love you guys. And I will talk to you next time. Bye. Mm-hmm.